Hey, teacher friend, welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. Today's episode is getting me so excited because I am here to share with you the journey of building your micro school or homeschooling business. This is your eight step roadmap. It has been in the making. It has been an incredible project to create and it's yours. Yes, it is yours. I'm so excited to share this with you because we all need a destination. We need a map. We need a vision. We have to have clear direction so that we can make progress and have peace along the way. We have to trust in the path, trust in the process, And today you're going to actually get to hear about the eight steps to building your micro school or homeschooling business. If you are a part of the Facebook group, you got the free download yesterday. If you're not a part of the Facebook group, Teacher Let Your Light Shine group, head on over there, pause this episode, head on over there, get inside the group. That way you can have your eyes on this map and see the details for yourself. In addition, if you have not subscribed to be on our email list, no spam ever, I promise, 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 you will get the privilege of having this sent to you tomorrow morning. Yes, tomorrow morning. So if you're like, I don't have Facebook, then head on over to the website, www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. The information is in the show notes. Subscribe to our email list and tomorrow morning, this map will be delivered to your inbox. And there it is. You can print it out. You can hang it up and you will have a map to building your school. I am so excited. I can barely even wait because I want you to find comfort in the uncomfortable. We are going to master this journey. I cannot promise you that it's going to be a straight path. There will be twists and curves, but that's what makes the journey so fun. You will be able to handle the demands more directly and more swiftly. You're going to be able to meet the challenges of building the school rather than avoiding them. Instead, you're going, I don't know where to begin. Where do I start? What comes first? You're going to find success and you're going to have a well-balanced opportunity for growth. So let's hear it for the eight-step roadmap. Head on over to the Facebook group. Sign up for the email. You need this principle. Yes, let's hit it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Let's get our engines going. I'm serious. I'm so pumped for today's episode. 
episode because it is like I really truthfully, it's like I birthed the baby. I'm serious. That's how special this is to me, and I hope that you feel the same way. It is the roadmap, the steps to building your micro school and your homeschooling business. This is going to help you carefully observe every step of the way. You're going to be on the right path. And listen, get the map, print it, put it up somewhere so that you can see every milestone that you are making so that you can continue on this journey. I'm telling you, it's so important. You can stop and hover over this map, see where you are, where you are stuck. And this is the map that I actually use to help coach all of my teacher friends. There is a lot of golden nuggets in every step. I'm not able to break down every single step. And I just want you to know that every stop along the way on this map, it's not an overnight stop. It's not a two-day stop. They are a constant work in progress. And each step takes different amount of time and different amounts of energy. Yes. So not every step is equal to the other step, just so you know. And going from step to step or stop to stop does not mean that it's just a one and done. Okay, I crossed this off. It took me a day and now this is going to be my next one. There's a lot of unpacking. I'm going to be sharing this much as I can without it being overwhelming today, but you are going to get results each time you follow and complete one of these steps. It has given teachers so much clarity. And when I am coaching teachers and helping them build their micro school, their their business, they are able to see their labor of love in action. Now, We're getting ready to get started, but I want to say this one more time. In these eight steps, again, you're holding this map and you are just as if you're going on a trip. You are getting prepared and remembering that these are not pit stops. They are not overnight stays. These are downright. Every time I make a stop, I am pulling up to the resort. I'm unloading the car. I'm making a plan on what I'm going to do while I'm here how I'm going to best use my time and get the most out of what I want from this experience. We enjoy our stay in each of these steps. We stay active as soon as we get to a new step. It allows us to become more connected to the journey. And this is the goal. So let's take a look at the roadmap. Step number one. And you know, I didn't tell you to do this, but you need to get out a piece of paper. Pause right now. Get out a piece of paper if you do not have access to this roadmap. It's a really beautiful visual. However, if you do not have access to this roadmap, you need to get out a piece of paper and a pen or something to write with, of course, and then go and subscribe to the email list or get into our Facebook so that you can view the visual for yourself. Step one, gain clarity and develop foundation. I will never overlook this again. Step one, You gain clarity and you develop your foundation. What do I mean by that? It is the ultimate planning. It is the beginning stage. You haven't even left for the journey yet. Okay, so we're imagining we're on this journey. We're getting into our car. We haven't even left for our destination. Therefore, you cannot overlook this step. 
So many times teachers will say, I'm ready to build a school. I'm ready to build a micro school. I'm ready to get out of my teaching career. I'm ready to start something new. I'm going to start a school. And so how do I start my LLC? No, that is not where we begin. This is why we are doing what we're doing. This is what we are going to choose to focus on. I will be honest with you. I overlooked this part for a while prior to starting my micro school. It wasn't until I invested in myself and I hired someone to become my clarity coach. It saved my life. It saved my finances. It saved my time. It saved my energy. It saved me from overthinking. It saved me from getting stuck. It is a continual process to gain clarity and to develop foundation. And you need people on your side because it does take a while. Just as if you were preparing for a journey, you're going to have to figure out where you're going. You got to pack your car. You got to get all your luggage. You got to get everybody on board. You got to figure out how long it's going to take you. But this step is so critical. When you gain clarity over why you're building your school and you start developing the foundation, this is going to improve your life. You're going to gain wisdom. You're going to no longer lack a plan. You're going to no longer be wandering in and out of situations without real intention. When you establish clarity and you focus on the possibilities, why I'm doing this, my income goals, location, viable options, security, future financial planning. This is when I take teachers through our future financial planning. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to get the fears knocked out of the way. This is so critical. Step one, gaining clarity, developing foundation for every aspect of your life, finances, time, students, the why, the location, your income goals, all of your goals. This is step one. Step two, now we're spinning. You cannot start building a micro school without getting in your car and getting your engine revved up. And that's all what step one is. Our very first stop. Now we've started. We've gotten the clarity. Now we're getting into momentum. We're excited. We know what we're doing. We know where we're going. Now we're at step two. This is where you determine your niche and your value. This is like, seriously, this is like you're at Niagara Falls, baby. Okay. We are very detailed in this step on our intentions. This, this step right here has so many little bullets underneath it. It's the morsel of goodness. When you determine your niche, who you're going to serve, why you're going to serve them, and how you're going to serve them, the value, huh, out with the old and in with the new because you are no longer focusing on the wrong things. Step two is a big process. You are bringing something new to the table. You are not replicating what didn't work from your past teaching experiences. No, you are going to focus on what lights you up as a teacher and what can ultimately serve other families and children with such purposeful learning. This is where you're literally driving your car and you're not the child in the backseat screeching, how much longer? I'm bored. I need to stretch. I have to go to the bathroom. No, you are in the driver's seat. You are focused in this step. You put your eyes on the road. You have established where you're going. You established how long it will take. And this step right here, determining your niche and determining your value is going to allow you to have a peaceful, grounded way 
of communicating with your future clients. We know who we are, what we have to offer, and even if you're doing this alone, you still say we. This is who we are. This is what we have to offer your child, your family. You have to focus on this part so deeply and so detailed so that you are not lost when it comes to explaining your value to your future clients. This is where your legal research comes in. The families you serve, your solution, your mission, your vision, your branding, so much more. And in this step, I also help teachers create their pillars for learning. And we determine what our main vision is and the five missions that we are on to get to that vision. So good. So good. Step three. Mm, Now we're like really into momentum, friends. Really on to momentum. Step three is researching and determining your location. You are not going to get hung up on this. I hear multiple times from teachers, I do not know what I'm going to do about the place I'm going to serve these families. Listen, friends, this is the place on your journey where you are looking at a beautiful prairie land with nothing on it. And you get to stop because this is your business. You get to customize it. You are looking out at this beautiful prairie land and you have the authority to say, this is what I'm going to build. This is where I'm going to have this. And we're going to start with where you are. We are going to build. We're going to investigate new options. We're going to make proposals. Oh yeah. And we start making blueprints. We start networking, making contracts, determining cost. I help teachers go through a matrix to determine the pros and the cons. And this is such a juicy and creative stop. Step three, determining your location. Step four, after you have determined your location, step four is building your business blueprint. Yes, build your business blueprint. We are like in the city life now, friends. We are halfway through our journey. We're like in New York City, okay? But there's a lot of distractions here. And you have to stay committed and you have to stay focused because you in this step are setting the investment for your school, the pricing, the protection, the planning, and you package it into your beautiful business plan. This is where we have done three stops so far. And in this step, I help teachers literally create their business plan. We package it up and then you can put it into the world. You cannot get stuck here because there's a lot of hustle and bustle. You might have to call a taxi cab on this place in your journey because you're maybe not familiar with all the ins and the outs. Especially me as a teacher, I'm thinking, I've never built a business. I don't know what to do for pricing. I don't know how to make contracts. What about planning? Well, I figured it out and I did have someone help me. And this is your beautiful gift that you have to give to the world. Once you get through these four steps, this is actually where after these four steps, it's almost like you can take a big, deep breath, to be honest with you. This is my Jumpstart Coaching Program. I help teachers build from step one to step four, because this is the jumpstart. As long as you've got this, you are legally prepared. You have your packaged plan that gets hand-delivered to your clients. 
Step five, this is marketing and messaging. And if you're like me, you're like, "Uh uh-uh, no, I'm quiet. You're probably thinking, yeah, right, I can see you're quiet. No, I really am. I'm like an extroverted, introverted person. I love people. I love talking to people, but I'm also very content by myself. I love quiet time and I'm not the social butterfly in a big room of people. I am not. I'm really great with small groups of people, but I am not one to be the center of attention. I'm the one in a big, large room with tons of people sitting by myself, feeling very good sitting by myself, chit-chatting with the people at my table, standing out to the side, looking around, smiling, but I'm not the one who's going from table to table to table and talking to people. But your marketing and messaging, this is the heart of the plan. As a matter of fact, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Missouri, which is the heartland. They call it the heartland of the USA. And this is kind of like we're stopping right here in the heartland, right here in the middle. Step five is in the middle a little bit. You've gotten over the hump. Now we are communicating. This is where people say, I feel like I'm in the messy middle. How do I get the kiddos? In this step, you focus on people, your pitch, and your partnership. You have to make sure that your branding, who you are and what you stand for, is very clear and concise. If somebody says, so tell me about your school or tell me what you're doing, that you can within 30 seconds tell them, I have a micro school and we focus on da 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 The way that I serve families, the way that I serve children is da-da-da-da-da. You are able to confidently and clearly communicate your brand and your mission. You are ready to shout from every part, north, east, south, west. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I serve. This is how I solve your problem. So good. So good. Step five, marketing and messaging. Now, you got your kiddos. This is awesome. Step six. In this step, you begin planning your pillars of high value learning. Listen, teacher friend, we are like on the mountaintops, okay? You have climbed the mountain. You are out looking at what this year is going to be like, formulating your core values and ideas that help make your school stand out. You're high on the mountain, and this is the creative part. This is where your secret sauce comes in. When you are able to design high-value learning experiences and creating space for students to have that student-centered learning, you will find so much joy in this teaching experience. I'm telling you, it is beautiful. I do hear teachers say sometimes, but does it all have to be differentiated? It seems like it's a lot when it's so many children and so many different levels. And here's the thing. It's your school. You're going to customize it and create the curriculum and the experiences that you feel is best for your students. But because a micro school does have a smaller setting, you cannot help but to naturally begin differentiating and providing experiences that are unique per each child. So in this step of planning your pillars, you're also going to choose your curriculum and you're going to have your year planned out so that you know how long each component of learning will take. And I have to say, you cannot overlook any of these steps, but here's the one thing. 
is you get excited, you get your students, you make, you market, you message, you get your children in the door. And then you're like, okay, I got my curriculum. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Because once the students come, and this is your new experience of having a micro school, if you wait too far along this journey to start planning your year and not having, you know, your materials taken out and prepared each month and each quarter, this is something that I love to work with with teachers is really planning and being intentional about what each month looks like, what each quarter looks like, having your materials already pulled, already placed. I have very specific systems that I have in my school that has created such great success. Even when I have to step away outside of my business, I have systems in place that allow for the continuation of learning to go on. And for whomever takes my spot, they can just grab the materials and go. And the students as well, because we're trying to make the students more independent so that we are a guide on the side and they can take their learning to whatever level and whatever degree works best for them. My first year, I thought, I'm going to create all of my lessons. I know how to do this. I've been a coach. I've worked grade levels, kindergarten through fifth. I know what to do. I have all my resources. And I'm just going to be honest, from past experiences, you got to make sure that you're really prepared for that. I doubt you really want to be on Teachers Pay Teachers, printing tons of things off each week. I doubt that you want to be constantly pinning things and printing things off because it feels as if your work is never done. And so I really encourage teachers, and I'm, I'm going to stand firm on this, that you have systems in place prior to the year beginning. Think about whenever you go in and teach at a school, the curriculum is typically laid out for you. There's a plan, there's a sequence, there's a scope and sequence. There are, and you're teaching probably one grade level or maybe two. So this is a unique experience. This is worth taking at least a couple months, to be honest with you. Taking a couple months and I make it fun. And there's different ways that I plan for these pillars of high value learning, but I also set systems in place. And I even had over the summer, my daughters went to camp and for about five days, I had my diffusers going. I had my special little drinks from Starbucks or wherever you want to go and turned on some great music, had my kombucha tea and I went to town and I was ripping things out and I was putting materials and file folders and Ziploc bags and I was ready to go and it made the world of difference. But I'm going to tell you this, school year starts. And although I had made all of these plans, I also had to have a system in place for it changing. Because when the students come through the door, you know how it is. You have to be prepared in order to make changes. So this is, yes, a beautiful creative step, being able to plan your pillars of high value learning. But it's also a very intense moment because you've got to get solidified on how you're going to have a successful first year. Okay, step seven. We're almost there. It's launching year one. We are setting sail right now, friends. This is a new journey in itself. Literally steps one through six have all been preparing for your school year. But step seven, you are actually opening your doors Students are coming in, 
and the parents are waving goodbye to you and you are on a whole new journey that you have never been on before. This is execution time. We have to spend time preparing, launching this first year so that you can establish a proof of concept for the years to come. So we plan out as far as possible, sketching out our quarters and our plans for each month. We have the curriculum, the calendars, the people, the field trips, the logistics. Trust me, when you have, like for an example, I have the children in my home. Where am I going to put the shoes at? I mean, I know it sounds so silly, but where are the lunch boxes going to go? Because now I'm having children in my house. I have to make room for these little things. What about their jackets? What about their gloves if you live where it's cold? Where are the parents going to drop off? How are they going to enter into your home? These are things that we have to plan and prepare for. In addition, when's meet the teacher? Are you going to have a meet the teacher? How are you going to communicate with parents? How are you going to plan each month for showcasing student learning or communicating on a weekly or a monthly basis, what you're going to be learning or where you're going to be going. This is such a fun step because it is, it's it. This is like, I've worked so hard to this point. Now I have to make sure that when I get in this boat, step seven, I'm setting sail. I have to make sure I've got my life jackets. I have to make sure I got enough gas in the boat. I got to make sure that my sails are intact because I'm out on the ocean. I'm doing this thing. And I want to make sure that it is smooth sailing. And then step eight, do not think, friends, if you're like, well, I might just try it for a year. Okay, I might just try it for a year. So I could probably stop at step seven. Listen, teacher friend, we have to make provision for our future. Regardless if you think you're going to do this for one year, three years, five years, this is step eight where we develop a sustainable growth plan. This means that we are on island time. Now that we're here on this journey, we are on island time and you want to stay on island time, right? You don't want to have to get off the island and keep trying to figure things out. You want to be able to be on an island and just know that the world is going on around you and you are free to sit back in the sand with your toes in the sand, watching the sunset, watching the sunrise. You want to make sure that when you are in step eight, that your business can grow and be sustainable for a number of years. You don't want to worry about what it's going to look like two or three years from now. We don't know what it's going to look like two or three years from now. But if we could have some foundational steps in place so that we're not saying, I'm just going to try to get through year one and we'll just figure it out later. You don't want to do that because the adrenaline kicks in and you start your first year, and then your first year, your first day, actually your first day, then becomes your first week, and then your first month, and you're like, oh my gosh, we've it's, it's September already. And then it's Thanksgiving. And then here's the holidays, and oh my gosh, it's December. And then you're into a brand new school year, and everyone's going, so are we going to do this next year? Are you going to still have the same place? Parents start asking. Parents actually are going to ask you before they even enroll their child, how long do you think you're going to do this for? Because they want an idea on what they're committing to. So we have to be able to create a sustainable growth plan. We do not create a sustainable growth plan after the year starts. We create a sustainable growth plan before the year starts. Because we want to be free and we want to stay free. 
We want a smooth operation. We have to know, am I going to hire someone this year? The next year? Is my plan going to be to hire someone in three years, five years, 10 years? We start putting your ideas into timelines. We come up with a strategic plan. And maybe you're one who says, I want to have the school and I want to actually release it so that someone else can run it and I'm the overseer. How are we going to make provision for that? That is your sustainable growth plan. And it works. So there you have it. Your eight steps to building your micro school or homeschooling business. It's super fundamental to get your hands on a roadmap that will create success and allow you to be able to gain clarity year after year after year. I hope that you will definitely join our Facebook group. You can go head over there right now. The freebie was posted yesterday. You can also click on the link below that has the roadmap sign up. Once you sign up on our email list, which is through our website, you will get your downloadable within 24 hours. I highly suggest that you print it out, that you hang it up. Even if you're like, well, I don't know if I'm going to do this this year or next year, just get your hands on it. Start preparing, hang it up so that you can see where you're going and what the destination is bound to look like. If you just have that in front of you, it's going to keep you motivated and it's just a little tiny drop in the bucket, something that just by looking at it, put it on your vision board, hang it up and put it on your vision board. Maybe you're not ready next year, but if you get it now and you hang it up, it could be closer than what you think. Until next time, I hope that you take advantage of connecting with us on Facebook and I look so forward to meeting you. Send me a message and I will see you right back here on the podcast on Friday. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.